Hey guys, welcome to a fair deep episode. We asked you guys an interesting question over lockdown. It was, do people really change? And we got some amazing reviews from answers from you guys. Mm, reviews and Google yeah. listing, huh? Yeah, reviews, <laughs> answers, DMs. You guys get some very interesting perspectives. So we thought we'll bring it to the table and hear what the boys got to say. The responses were good. Yeah. They're so actually nice. So do people media, really change? Yeah, why don't you have social media? Carry on, answer the question. <laughs> now, what was the question? Do people really change? Ooh. Yes or no first, let's go. And then we'll delve into it. It depends. <laughs> he loves a maybe, okay. this guy. Bro. Hey, uh, it really actually depends. But to start it off, um, do people change? In their essence, no. Do you get what I mean? So apparently, by the way, I got told I say, do you know what I mean a lot? Yeah, so now I'm mentally trying not to I say I don't know what you mean. You say it too, by the way. You know we both I mean? say it. I realise you say it. Oh, I don't really, I don't really like listen to myself. So. Uh, do you know what I mean? Anyway, okay. um, so do people really change? In essence, I mean? no. What about you, Ali? No, yeah. We'll go around. Um, then. in terms of <coughs> behavior, yes. You said give me one word answer. I'm giving you one. <laughs> okay, okay. That was more than one word. <laughs> yeah, I reckon, like Abdi already said, it's it's more layered. But if we're talking in essence, I don't think people change. So at the core of them. Can't use the same word I use. Essence. Core in the core oh, of beautiful. a human being, there's certain values, characteristics, vices, etc. Yeah, that people have that doesn't change <laughs> that they have to deal with for the rest of their lives. So n- no internal, external what they what they project outside. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. gave me a dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna delve more into it. He said he said one word. He just like chucked it all out. <laughs> I was gonna edit that out. <laughs> 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 no, sure. What about you, Ashraf? Yeah, I think people can change. Yeah. But we'll delve into it. So go look today. In, in what sense? So like, as in, exp- I, I the delve into my bit. I, yeah. Well, like for example, like anyone can change. Yeah, I know I said no before, but like anyone can change. But it depends what we're talking about. Like, what does change mean? You get what I mean? Um, habits and all that kind of stuff. People can develop and all that kind of stuff. But I feel in terms of core identity, like a person's core identity, like stays within them. For as long as they're alive, do you know what I mean? As long as they're alive, not alive. Um, green leather, green leather, green leather. Anyway, um, so as long as they're alive, that core essence, like you as Ashraf, will always be Ashraf. Do you get what I mean? But there are certain characteristics of you which you develop as you grow older. Do you get what I mean? Like this productivity phase that you're going through at the moment. Do you get what I mean? Or this athlete phase. You weren't always in this phase. Do you get what I mean? Like you're not the same person you were ages ago. Hence, so you've changed in that aspect. Do you get what I mean? But in terms of like... Ashraf, if we break it down to the core, if we were to break it down to the core, has been consistent, I'd say, for a while. Do you get what I mean? Your views. Um, I think that's based off of, like, people's principles. Don't speak about yourself. I reckon, like, use personal experience to explain this. Okay, okay. Like, when it comes to things like this, we don't really know what Ashraf has inside him or what he struggles with, you know what I mean? When you go to the core of what Ashraf is or who he actually is yeah. behind closed doors, we can't really tell. Well, we know mm. only what he shows us. So when you talk from a personal experience, it's a lot more understandable. Like you I can explain th- it better. I have to think of a personal experience. Then have you have you changed throughout your life, or do you still think you're the same person? Not the same person, but like the identity stays very similar to who you were when you were. Yeah, hundred percent. So me, like, if you were to define whatever Abdulli legendary, this this that Astro, whatever nickname you want to give me, Astro. Astro, <laughs> yeah, Astro is my other nickname. Is it? What do you call it? Asha, this, that. I reckon I've been consistent throughout my whole life. Do you get what I mean? Like my, my ideologies, my views and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in terms of like myself over the years, I've developed certain 
habits and certain ways that I didn't have growing up. Do you get what I mean? And also, it goes back down to when I was saying, like, the change thing as well. Like, my mindset on certain things are not the same. Do you get what I mean? Like, with, like I guess, like, I guess, give me an example. Like, relationships, this, that. Do you get what I mean? After, after experiencing certain things have changed. So, your habits have changed, but not your <laughs> values and your identity. Yeah, if, if, level. if anything, my values and my principles have strengthened over time. Mm. You get what I mean? Like, after experiencing certain things, I realized, nah. You got to double down on your gut feeling. Because you can't really fight off something that's been innate in you since you were born. Mm. Is that what you're trying to say? That was a lot like, of big words I'll, for I'll that, give yeah. you. I'll give you an example, yeah? I'll give you an example. This yeah. is hypothetically speaking, yeah? yeah? There's all your life... You've never really, or because culturally this is the way you were raised or whatever, yeah? Yeah. If you meet a person that never prays, mm -hmm. yeah? They're a nice person, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, and this is for marriage, or let's say it's for marriage. Yeah. And it really irks you that this person doesn't pray, but they're a very good human being. They're attractive and whatever it is. Yeah. And then you go, okay, listen, I'm going to really deal with the fact that you don't, and hopefully sometime soon you'll pray. Mm -hmm. Yeah? And this person never gets down to it. Mm -hmm. And then, before you before you married this person, you knew this was an issue. Yeah. And then when you get married to it, married to married to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It goes like one year goes by, and then the the, the honeymoon phase wears off, mm -hmm. and then now you're really stripped back to just what you what your core values are, what you believe in, what you think somebody else should be already doing. Mm -hmm. And she still doesn't pray. Mm -hmm. And then. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. I don't know what you're saying. I'm a stranger. No, but what I'm saying is, yeah. I get you. Those things are going to bother you, even if you suppress them with emotions and with lust and desires and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to it, when the nitty gritty comes through, I think your core values always rise to the top. Mm -hmm. So it's always going to bother you in that case. But mm -hmm. I'll let you finish. No, no. They, I, I wouldn't say they rise to the top, they'll always be there. You get what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, you suppress them to a certain degree, they but they come out after certain, like, trials and tribulations and whatnot. That's what, yeah, right. Um, but, like, like I, I can speak through, like, the phases that I've gone through, like, for example, like, I know, like, um, like your parents give you advice, you get what I mean? Watch out for the world out there, blah, blah, blah. There's certain people, there's certain friends you should watch out for, mm. or don't do these certain things. You don't understand. You might dabble and dibble into them, dibble or dabble into them, <laughs> yeah? And then later on, you realize that literally isn't for you. Like, I remember, like, for myself personally, um, what do you call it? I don't have the exact same group of friends that I had like growing up. Do you get what I mean? Like I'm still friends with them. The boys from the area, this, that. Do you get what I mean? But certain things that, what do you call it? I guess we don't really see eye to eye on. Would you say your values changed? Is that why? If anything, what do you call it? I probably didn't know my values at the time. Do you get what I mean? Like I had an idea of what my values were. Do you get what I mean? But having certain experiences and relations with them, like it strength, it's gone back to what I was trying to say, but it strengthened my relationship. It it strengthened my idea of what my values were. Do you mm -hmm. get what I mean? You always feel displaced, like out of place in those situations when you're younger. You don't know though. No, no, but in when you're younger, you know that something's not right. Like you just don't yeah, feel like being there in that yes. situation. And because I know exactly what he means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But carry on. Sorry. But in terms of, um, yeah, yeah. So going back to the um, the whole the, the the whole friendship thing and all that kind of stuff. Like you know how it is. Like when you go into uni, what I call it. Um, that's when you're you're exposed to the whole world, yeah. There's different people. There's what do you call it? Like like the fitness are coming left, right, and center. 
You know, like you got you had certain opportunities that you've never had before. Do you go because in school you might have just went to school like nine to three, come back home, maybe trained at night, whatever. If you played soccer, basketball, this that, you aren't really exposed to the world. But when you go to uni now, everything is in front of you. There's no one watching you. This, this, that. That's how I say like uni is one of those pivotal moments in a person's life. Do you know what I mean? Where they either find themselves or they lose themselves, and it takes something else for them to further find themselves out. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Because um, and I was one of those people where in first year, I would say I probably didn't really know myself. You get what I mean? No one does usually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but like, I thought I knew myself. You get what I mean? Like, if you would have said, like, what is your values? Just that I would have laid it out straight to you and be like, yeah, I know myself type of thing. But then what I was doing wasn't in line with my actual morals and beliefs and whatnot type of thing. You get what I mean? Um, but, like, if you ask me, what do you call it, from then, have I changed as that person? I would say, no, I haven't changed. Hence why I said, do people really change? I haven't changed. You get what I mean? My actions, what I was doing at the time, have changed. Mm. But my morals are always there. But like Swahili said, you get that nitty-gritty feeling inside of yourself where it's like you feel a bit displaced. Like this isn't me type of thing. Do you get what I mean? Um, that saying, yeah. that saying, experiences reveal a man to himself. Mm -hmm. That is, or woman to herself, mm -hmm. is always the most um, relevant thing to always go back to when it comes to identity and change in people. and rah, Because... You would have you would have thought that you knew yourself and whatever, but you don't really know how to identify it. Yeah. You don't really know how to label it. Mm -hmm. How does it? But then when you get into situations, for example, where a mate backstabs you or something happens with I don't know in your personal yeah. endeavor of getting married or whatever, and situations occur where you know your values start to shine through because there's things that are like pulling the strings that are being pulled, mm -hmm. and your 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 like your reactions to things yeah. are internal. So you don't really know why you feel a type of way about something or yeah. how you feel a type of way about something until you're put in front of that thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So yeah, it's only you, only you finish off. No, no, 100%. I agree entirely what, with what Swahili said there. Ali? Um, I don't know. This is, very, this is a very deep um, conversation for me. That's why I'm still thinking about like how you know cha people change and I'm thinking about myself as all well, personal experiences and... I do think I have changed a lot in terms of values as well. Thinking, going back to when Welly was saying, like first year of uni, how did you think? What were you were your actions in line with your values? And like, if someone actually asked you your values, could you answer that correctly, or you know, as you you would want to? So it's like, I don't know. I'm still kind of mm, yeah adjusting to my answer. I'm not too and sure. also, also like life is like low key, no high key, like a journey type of thing. Do you get what I mean? Mm. You're never ever going to be a constant person consistently. You know what I mean? Like you got like rappers consistently coming out, yeah, and quitting music. You know, See what I mean? you just said you're never you're never going to be a constant person. Doesn't that mean you change deeper than just your actions? Yeah, but it goes back to what I was trying to say before. So your core never ever actually changes. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's it's the same thing with um, what do you call it? Like the rappers example I was trying to give you right now, where they'll go music, they'll go hard in it for ages and ages and ages. You know what I mean? And then later on, and they'll have that feeling. You listen to that, what do you call it, um, that, that, that podcast with Da'o Man and um, who's, who's the brother that, what do you call it, did big in music in the UK? Solo London. Mm. You get what I mean? And it's when Solo London was like talking about his experiences, he goes, as much as like the fame came, the women came, the money came, this, that, do you get what I mean? I always felt deep inside like myself, like this ain't it. Do you mm. get what I mean? And then it took like a certain situation, maybe like Sohail was saying, maybe a backstabbing. Or maybe some sort of transaction with a friend that he thought like would have been like it didn't turn out to plan. Mm. You know what I mean? And then you know what that does? It sort of like puts him back on course to what who he really is. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So um, for me on that, you, yeah, yeah, you go go go. For me Take on it that, away. I 
with respect, I completely and utterly disagree. I love it. Because I think people can change even at an identity level. Because one thing is maybe seeing it in other people. Like you probably have some friends who their values changed, their ethics, what they, what, you know, what they stand for has changed through time. Because sometimes experiences, like you said, like life experiences, maybe loss of a loved one, breakup, money trouble, and they really, or maybe they lose their religion, stuff like that. But I felt like for me, I've went through experiences in my life that I've actually changed. Not just my habits and stuff like that as I as my own identity. Like maybe Mahad probably knows me like when I was in school and stuff like that. I was known as just a I could talk all day, I was a smart ass to whoever, teachers, yeah. friends. Like I wasn't a bad kid. Yeah. I was never the class clown, but I could just talk like all day. I just talk You can still mm. talk all day though. I know, but there's <laughs> no 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 yeah. no no, no yeah. cap. Like he means yeah. he means he means in a negative way but yeah, yeah. yeah. like people it, it's a it's a negative association <coughs> to the habit and there's a difference between podcast and obviously everyday convert yeah but so when i was when i was going through school i was i wasn't even the most practicing like a lot of th- in my house a lot of things were choice yeah a, lo- a lot of my life it was choices so it wasn't yeah. like it was no identity basis there was no like and what you said before about friends in school, unfortunately, you don't get to pick your friends because yeah. you're limited to the pool you have in front of you. Yeah. So a lot of times, like I just resonated with when I went to public school, the Muslim kids. Mm-hmm. So we all liked sports. Yeah. We all went for the same soccer club. We all liked, you know, we just chilled, banter. So obviously you're going to get along with them. But when you go to uni, you actually have to pick your friends. So then you start identifying your values. Mm-hmm. But me, as soon as I finished school, I deferred uni and I decided to go a year overseas. Yeah. When you go a year overseas... There's no environment around you motivating you, pushing you, having expectations of you. Everything is on me. So at the core, it wasn't my habits. My identity had to change and say, is this something I want to do? Is this who I am? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. my identity changed because th- anything you do, it's like atomic habits. Your identity changes. You don't, you don't try to read. You become a reader, something like that. So yeah. I tried to t- change my identity in that direction. And then what did I do? Okay, I might have changed my habits in the meantime, yeah. but I became maybe a more practicing person, more conscious of my tongue. I tried to improve my character, my akhlaq, re- redefine who I am. Yeah. And then as soon as I came back, I was on a personal development journey. And what does that mean? You're always trying to work on yourself, change your character, work on your vices. So one thing is with your vices, you can... They don't disappear, bro. You can suppress them, but they, they don't disappear. disappear. You can suppress them. But there's, it's the nature versus nurture. It's who you are naturally. Allah has given you a fitrah. That's your struggle. Allah, that is yeah. your struggle. Allah's given you yeah. a fitrah. Allah's given you vices. Allah's given you challenges. Mm. And you can't just say, oh, they're gone. Yeah. But you can suppress them. And also you can suppress them to a state that they're actually technically gone until maybe you get reminded of exactly. it. It's like cigarettes. For example, someone's doing it yeah. and they're addicted and they stop and they lose the craving. Mm-hmm. You know, or environment. Yeah. Say, for example, you're around certain boys, you always yeah. do dumb stuff when you're with them and then yeah. you start to, no, I notice this myself. Mm. Yeah. Like, I completely changed my environment from when I was in high school. Yeah. Like, not no offense to the boys that I was around in high school, but they weren't really doing things that I was in line with doing. I wasn't mm. happy about doing. Did you know that at the time, though? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, you're talking about inside yourself. Yeah. You didn't yeah, feel like, uh, you felt out of place. Yeah. In high school, I didn't feel in place. Like yeah. even after high school, I tried to like because everybody else was like, "Yeah, you got to hang out with the boys you had in high school." We all drifted apart. It is what yeah. it is. Yeah? yeah. And I don't really take offense to anything. No, I'm happy, and I hope that every one of them like. Like they they succeed in life mm. and whatever it is, it's no personal stuff. Yeah, it's just basically that my environment needed to change because I felt out of place because of the way I was raised, mm. what my core values are, and what Allah, what, what my parents have raised me to do, what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has 
like the the, the predisposition that's put in me mm-hmm. didn't allow me to be comfortable in that situation. Don't get me wrong, I think people yeah. can become comfortable because they feel stuck in a situation. Yeah? Or they're clouded. Their 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 mind is sort of or clouded. They're not aware enough. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So yeah. the clouded thing. So you Bro, if we're going to talk about fitra, all of our fitra is like our predisposition. We all know what it is. Do you get what I mean? Like it's with Allah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Do you know? Like, like am I not your Lord? Yes, we are. So yeah. no one can deny that. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? But in terms of people's situation in life, like going back to the whole journey thing. Yeah. So Hail found that out early on compared to other people. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? That, that cloudiness disappeared. Do you get what I mean? That feeling of, hey, this ain't it. Yeah. Came up and it rose. Rose, sorry. Earlier than most other people. You got what I mean? I think what I'm trying to get at is a lot of people, yeah, yeah. their rub is their nafs. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. A lot of people worship their nafs. Mm. That's what it that's what it is. Mm. And whenever they for example, yeah, somebody has a high libido, they need to move in that direction to be happy because they feel like it's the right thing to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying is even if you do have that tendency, you have a high libido and you want to move in that direction, you want to have intercourse before marriage or however you can possibly get it to fulfill that part of you because it is the thing that's ruling you at the moment yeah it's not the right thing to do mm. and what i'm saying is that the vice sticks but the prophet sallam and allah SWT gave you means of sh- like 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 quieting that thing mm-hmm. for example marriage for example fasting mm. if you can't control yourself why would they say if you can't control yourself mm. yeah, yeah you know what i mean if you can't control yourself, then fast. The options mm. are there, yeah. Why would they say that unless they knew that, for example, you're going to be struggling with this forever? Yeah, mm. handy. Mm. You understand what I'm no, saying? No, 100%. Mm. But going back to like also the, the, the identity thing is, it, it, it's a choice at the end of the day. You get <coughs> what I mean? Like for example, going back to you saying you're a talker type of thing. Ashraf, you haven't changed as whether you're not a talker but or not. But it, it, it's You just don't identify with it, hence that bit of you is suppressed. It, it, it's deeper than that. Because yeah. I know like, finishing off on the story, there's, it's how you identify yourself and it's also what people used to think of you. Mm-hmm. So there's the external telling you you've changed. Like, for example, my family know me the best because obviously when you're going through school, you s- different friend groups, my family knows I've changed. Going overseas and then also when I came back, for example, I'm an extroverted person. Like, I like to talk, socialise, but through surgery, when I did surgery in ACL and I was stuck at home, mm-hmm. I learned, d- I identified myself as someone who's at least I tend towards being more introverted where I like my own company more than even being outside in public. I like to, I learn to listen more than I do to talk. It's yeah. also because you, you were pushed in an environment where you had to, you had to be by yourself. You're yeah. in your room, you're obviously recovering from your injury. Yeah. So it's something that you push yeah. towards. Also yeah. It's one of those things where environment can crumble you and you can regrow mm. or you can choose to regrow. So me, I knew, like Mahad probably knows, like I know in people's perspectives of me wasn't the best. You know, like I, Alhamdulillah, was a Qadr Allah. Maybe people's perspective of me still isn't the best, but I wanted to have like a rebirth. And one of the first things I learned was like the stories of Malcolm X, who had a complete U turn. He was a drug dealer, whatever. You know, he goes to prison, he comes out practicing Muslim, an advocate for the deen. Shout out, X. you know, shout yeah. out Malcolm X. That was one of the first yeah. books I ever read. Yeah. I learned so Umar ibn Khattab, and I saw this. It's not even a change in values, it's like a rebirth, like a complete new person. And sometimes the values weren't even there. Mm-hmm. And it, something put it. So Malcolm X says the books put it in him. Yeah. <coughs> Muhammad's environment. And me, it was maybe going overseas, maybe surgery, maybe my friends, maybe the books, all these multiplication of different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think we're talking about the nature of it. Yeah. So for example, Umar still was hard. Do you understand no, what but I'm that's saying? Just like the way he was, he wasn't 
It wasn't yeah, harsh in a it. negative yeah. way. It was harsh in a positive way. Do but you then you're saying? denying the fact that he changed. He still changed no, 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 as no, no. a person. He changed externally. That's what I'm saying. Like he withheld from being negative because the dean told him not to. Uh, but he was the most soft. He used to have permanent tear marks on his face because of how much he used to cry. It's probably like that. But do you think before that it was... He it's his fear of Allah SWT. I know, but his nature changed mm -hmm. like your nature can st like your vices and your tests when you say nature what do you mean sorry yeah like your vices and your tests in life it's it's a part of your character it's a part of your fitra where allah's you know, everyone's tested in their own way yeah. that's the way you're tested mm -hmm. but you as a person holistically spiritually physically mentally emotionally whatever it is can change because change doesn't mean a complete u-turn and all these things go away it just means improve and get better and you know yeah, but, but, but okay. So, so the bit that I'm trying to say is so, but that aspect of you is still within you, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the history books don't yeah. tell us internal stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So that aspect of you is still within you. Yeah. You've just chosen to going back to the whole identity thing. Just identify yourself with something else. You go like, like, like for example, um, oh, this is gonna be a terrible example. Like I don't know, a drug dealer or something like that. Yeah, they had that in their past. You get what I mean? Mm. Now those actions have changed, so they don't do go go out dealing drugs anymore. Mm. You get what I mean? They're, they're, so their actions within themselves have changed. You get what I mean? But who they are is still the same. Nah, no, just no, ship I, it back. Yeah. No, stop, stop, stop. A lot of people, why do they drug deal? I don't know. I've never ship it back to the core. Why does most people drug deal? For money. money, money. Better life for their family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Most of them do that. Mm -hmm. Or the ones that are forced into it, like the little kids. You know, you've seen Blue Story and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah certain and areas. And, and Top, top Boy and all that. A lot of the time, it's because of financial struggles within mm. their family. And what happens is, what's at the core of it? The core of it is goodness, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. You ever heard of that before? Yeah, 100. What I'm telling you, well, what I'm trying to say is that within themselves, they're not bad humans. They just have bad luck or they made bad decisions. Yeah. So a lot of the time, the decisions we make externally, they show a different side to our internal state. But that's not all cases. There's no, people who always. are ignorant by choice, you know, like especially if you're talking about Umar ibn Khattab, mm. they, they, these people were conscious of the truth, but they denied it. Not Umar, but other people uh, at the Jahl, time. Yeah. yeah, they were conscious of the truth, but they denied it out of ignorance, out um, of ego, out of nafs. Yeah. And it's not something where it's like, oh, they were bad because they needed money. Some people are, no, no, unfortunately, no, no. their environment can make you like a worse person. That's not and what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to say is at the core of what they were doing, was because they were trying to, f like, for example, they're, they're, they're a single mom. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the time, those kids that do drug, like that drug deal in hoods and all that sort of stuff, mm -hmm. it's always the same story. Mm. Single mom, no father. Their mom's like, like they're living in the worst possible conditions. Mm. You could go in two directions. You can go and become like, for example, something very good, something productive that's good for the community, that's, that's, that's that you're, you're, you're actually, you're, you're a valued member of society. Mm. <coughs> Or you can do the vo the opposite, which is the easy mm. money, the thing that's the most enticing for people because it gets you the quickest fix. Of course, yeah. You know what I mean? But a lot of the time, what I'm uh, move off the topic of drug dealers yeah. or whatever. What I'm saying is that the core of the human being is goodness. You know what I mean? Of that mm. person, or at the core of the human being is he's a rotten human. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times, the people that are good outwardly are struggling, like not not always. A lot of the time, somebody who's outwardly good has something they struggle with and have always struggled with internally. Mm. Like somebody's vice is jealousy or greed or, or, or like, but then they know that I'm, I'm like, for example, like my mom buys us Maccas, yeah? And I've got 10 nuggets and my little brother wants to eat a nugget. Inside you, you're burning. You don't want to give your brother the nugget. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're burning. Mm. And then, and then you end up, you end up saying, nah, you know what? Because the Prophet ﷺ used to say, 
love for your brother, or you love for yourself, and then you become believer. Da, da, da. He's a nugget, have it. And then you're still burning, but you're <coughs> fighting that internal thing. I, I just think from <coughs> that, there's a level to when you're not even fighting it. And you just do it because you enjoy it. It's like they say, to be generous, you just keep giving. And then eventually, like, I it's one of those you. things, yeah. Like, turn it's down the volume completely. It's an identity level. Yeah. It's deeper than, it's what I said before. You, you don't read, you try to become a reader. You don't try to be a, give money, you try to become generous, you know? Yeah, but so you have to be conscious of the situation. Yeah. So, if we know our vices, mm-hmm. yeah, being able to, from for our vices to be, like, for example, just take it as, like, a speaker. They're very loud at the moment because I haven't done anything. I haven't acknowledged that they're they're a vice. I haven't acknowledged that, for example, I have a problem with jealousy. It's very loud. Every time somebody gets something or does something, why does this guy have it? But now that I've acknowledged that, you've already turned it halfway down. Now every single time something happens, you do something to counteract it. Like you make du'a for the person. Like we've had this discussion before. Somebody gets something. Somebody makes it. For example, I've always wanted to be an AFL player. One of the boys in the area Mm. makes it AFL. MashaAllah, make dua for him. You know, every single day. Like you're saying, it turns yeah. it down completely because yeah. you're fighting against your nafs consistently. Trying to but when you're not conscious of it, what I'm saying is when you're not aware of it, when you're not conscious of it, you start to notice that the thing turns up by itself. Yeah. Yeah? Mm. I can only say this in vices that I have, mm. things that I've experienced. A lot of times I've been aware of something and I've completely nullified it and then I fell asleep on it Mm. And I thought it's not an issue anymore for me, mm. and then it arose again. That's yeah. true. You know why? Yeah. That's that's why they say, um, like, ignorance is a, wor- a a man's worst enemy. You get what I mean? Because you can't fight what you can't see, type of thing, or you can't fight what you don't know. Yeah. And that goes same thing with like, like um, I always tell you boys about it, like the whole thing with like your nerves, your desires, all the trials that you're facing in your life, type of thing. If you don't know who you are as a person internally, mm. you get what I mean? Because obviously you got two use, like the, the two sides to so your lower self and the upper self and all that kind of stuff. If you don't understand what makes you weak or what you succumb to and all that kind of stuff, you'll cons- you'll be constantly fighting an enemy you don't know. Do you know what I mean? You'll be like, oh, I want to change, but you can't change because you don't know what you're fighting against. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So that that, that process of change goes back to finding out who you really are. Yeah, but I want to spin a question on you, Ashraf, real quick. Yeah, um, so like, so over the years of the Ashrafs that you've been, do you get what I mean? Or like, I guess you haven't changed, you said, yeah, you've never changed. People, oh, you said you have changed, you said yes, people can change. Yeah, would you say when you look back at that Ashraf, how I don't recognize that person that you weren't recognized, or as in like you yourself, if you were to look back at yourself, type of thing, I, would you I, look I at that person and be like, no, nah, that's a different Ashraf to what I am completely today? Look, there's different phases you go through. But I see him as a completely different person. Okay. You know, because I like I, I just believe I have that mindset where you can grow into y- your potential. You can grow into anyone you want to do. You can have the mindset, perspective, your values and ethics change. Sometimes you're ignorant of a certain topic. Like, for example, I try to become very, like, environmentally friendly, like small businesses and all this <laughs> stuff. I didn't know any of this stuff. As a tote bag. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know any of this stuff. Like, yeah. maybe, like, two years ago, I would just be like, whatever, I do not care. Yeah. It didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. But now, because of uh, knowledge and learning about something, it's like when someone learns about the deen, their values change, like a revert, you know? So yeah. when I learnt about it, my identity kind of changed where I'm more conscious of it. Not mm. just out of actions, out of identity where if someone does something, it hurts my heart. It's like... Come on, but you shouldn't be doing that. That's bad. Mm. It's deeper than me just wanting to do something. It's a. Uh, All right. So then, what about those aspects of you that were there in the previous Ashraf? Yeah. Do they consist within you at the moment? Would you say? Well, how can you say from an external, Ali? Because obviously, like you've seen what, me over say the years. The again? Like those aspects of you. Like let's just say, of let's Ashraf, just say, yeah. let's just say, do people really change? Yes, they do change. Okay. So yeah, we've agreed. I haven't agreed, but let's say they do mm. change. Yeah. 
those aspects of you, so if you change from that previous ashraf or that previous Ali or whatnot, yeah, mm. do those aspects from that previous person <coughs> consist within you at the moment? I think they do, but you can suppress it to a level where it's like almost non-existent. But I think it still exists. Like it can, like Sahal was saying, the the volume can slowly turn up if you turn back up if you are not aware of it and mm-hmm. you're not staying. So wouldn't that mean then you are technically still? No, I still have like for example all yeah. the tendencies or characteristics are yeah. still in me. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm gonna like for example if we're talking about like uh, controlling your tongue, so like I'm not gonna talk. Yeah. But it's more like it's deeper than the actions I do. And that's what's changed. So the actions might still be similar because just talking. Mm-hmm. But for example, there's other bad sins I used to do. I don't do any of that. And I don't even identify as someone who would do that. Mm. And that, like, I would... No, I don't even want that. Like, for example, I wouldn't, I yeah. wouldn't even want to do it. Like, if I was in that habit, I wouldn't enjoy it. For sure, so yeah. So it's deeper than, like... Yeah. So there's tendencies and habits that I would even go close to. Mm-hmm. But then there's some things that... Obviously, you have, like, a... What's it called? A relapse. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah, where yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's like this guy's seen me at futsal. Sometimes I'm talking and I don't stop talking for an hour, and I get everyone's head. As you don't, you do it unconsciously. Yeah, you do it unconsciously. But then five minutes later, he I'm doesn't dropping. Rate it. He's apologizing to everyone in, yeah, the, in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but five minutes later, I'm apologizing or I'm dropping a hadith or something. It's like you have all these different kind of habits and tendencies. I was gonna say, bro, when you're in situations mm. like that. For example, when you're playing sport, subconscious. You know, like I'm, I'm an aggressive guy. Yeah. Jeez. When I was no, no. Honestly, yeah. whenever you see me play a sport, <laughs> when push comes to shove, <laughs> and I've gotten like you're, you're kind of your lower self when you play sport. You notice it, yeah, because you don't really have control of what's going on. You're an animal. And when you don't have control, you start to see that thing. You know, the the, come the, back. Little, the little goblin inside you just come out. Yeah. You go hard, yeah. yeah. Your your old self, and. I'm like, like in, in Asher's thing, that sentiment, I share the exact same thing because we're competitive people. When you're a competitive person... Everything goes through out the, out the roof. Not because you want it to, but because you're not conscious because you're in, when you're playing sport, you're in a different realm. Like you've watched... Um, see, I'm uh, not seeing, what's it called again? Matrix. No, 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 no the, 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 the Disney movie that I told you to watch. Soul. 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 Yeah. You've watched Soul. Mm. When you're in the zone, you're in the zone. Mm. Like there's no such thing as consciousness. Mm. You're... Autopilot self is on. Mm. When your autopilot self is on, you hit this point where all those vices that you used to have when you were younger. I'll give you an example. If you grew up in a Lebanese household, yeah, not that your parents are like that, but everybody around you is like this. Mm. Backbiting is a massive thing. Mm. It's a huge thing in the Lebanese community. Obviously, it's not the best thing. Mm-hmm. And obviously, people need to work on it. Everyone's got that though. But everyone has an issue. Everyone yeah. has problems. But one of the problems in the Lebanese community is backbiting. Yeah, and what happens is when you're around boys that have made it normal to backbite, and everybody around you is doing it, and then your 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 thing is you just want to contribute to the conversation, or you just want to be like you you don't want people to feel awkward around you, and then bang you throw it in there like a comment, you know, but you love the way you mm. you love the way it makes people laugh. You love mm. the comment that you made. You know, everyone thinks I'm a. a I don't want to say that word on the thing, no, but, but then also you're, like a, you're a mad bloke, you know? Yeah, you never wants to talk about people and just like exactly. say a comment here and there. But that's you fighting your internal, yeah. you know? But nah. you can condition yourself over time you can to suppress it to a level where it's like it's not even part of your identity. Sorry. And okay. like when you miss a day of the gym after you've made yourself somebody who goes to the gym consistently and you've missed that one day, the way you feel, you go, ugh, yeah. yuck. What yeah. a disgusting human. Yeah. Eat a bad food. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's like, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like they talk about when you purify the heart, 
It's like they say, like a black dot comes on it when you do something bad. You know, and then if you cle- if you repent or you do try to do the right thing, you know, it can become purified and your heart can become cleaner. <laughs> it's that's that's your identity. 100%. That's who you are as a person. And the goal obviously is to clean and purify as much as you can. Obviously, it's never going to be perfect, but you have to kind of identify and say that changes. I can clean my heart. Yes. I can change to become a better person because unfortunately, if you look at the vices and the issues and stuff like that, sometimes you're like, it's a part of my nature. So because of that, I just have to accept it. Unfortunately, maybe that works for most people, but the goal is to fight shaitan mm. and to, and up, to up, send up. him away and to fight these and have that mindset where it's like, I can beat this challenge. Yeah. You don't want to have a mindset where it's like, obviously it's a part of who you are, but it's like, I'm going to fight it. I'm going to stay away from this sin. I'm going to stay away from this. All my bad habits. Yeah. You know, so how's biggest pet peeve is him having something physical on top of his body and someone not telling him. Like he's got food on his beard and no one tells him. That's a physical thing. If he had rice in his beard, an hour later it's gone. Mm. But imagine if, so that's a physical thing that goes away. But if he has something in his heart that's bad and it should get changed and no one ever tells him, he, it's, it's going to last forever, the rest For of sure. his life. This and what's more important? Sorry, carry yeah, Imam Ghazali says like, um, that's, the, that's the thing that we should be more conscious of. You know, Umar ibn Khattab, because we're talking about him, <coughs> There's two stories of it. One, he used to ask Hudayfa, who had the, he had the knowledge of who were the hypocrites, and he used to consistently ask him, mm. am I one of those people? Because he wanted to always purify his heart. Mm. And the first time, or the first couple of times he met Salman al-Farsi, he used to beg him. He mm-hmm. goes, please, please, please tell me what are the things you heard about me that you disliked? Because mm. mm. the, the, they say the knowledgeable person is the person that's always trying to rectify themselves and their soul and their vices. And that's what we should be conscious of. Guess what the two things the man of Pharisee said? I heard that one time you ate um, two different foods at one meal, and I heard that you have two different outfits, one for the night, one for the day. That was the two things he disliked about Umar. Mm. What? Yeah. But because to us, it's like what? Because that's extravagant at those yeah. times. You know, you're extravagant, you're. <coughs> But subhanAllah, think about that's something that Umar was trying to work on. And look at our sins, the sins we do in public, the sins we do in private, the things we, we swear and we backbite, mm. we're not yeah. conscious of it. Yeah. It's something well, that we I'm, have to I'm be conscious I'm confused. of. What's that relating back to the change thing? You have to believe you can change and you have to work on yourself, yeah. identity. Yeah. Umar was trying to change himself. The yeah. wise people try to rectify themselves because it's all about the heart, you know? Sure, sure, Everything sure. is judged by its intention. Where's the intention? But you agree that like prior to actually changing, you've got to accept and understand who yeah. you are. That's not okay, step beautiful. one. Because you can't fight shaitan if you don't know who shaitan is type so of thing. Know thy enemy. The best thing that everyone, like for, for anyone who feels like they want to change, first of all, get away from the noise. I think that mm-hmm. a lot of the time, the issue is that you're in an environment that consistently just, it just validates your situation and what you're doing. And it keeps telling you you're in the right direction, you're doing the right things. Look at everyone around you loves you. You know, you're doing the right things. Even though you know wholeheartedly what you're doing is incorrect. You need to move out of that environment. You need to be alone. You need to be alone. You have to be. Because you can't lie to yourself. And a lot of people don't like being alone for that reason. A lot of people don't like being alone because they they, they know what... They, they have to sit with themselves. Mm-hmm. They have to think about it. Remember you sent me on, on TikTok? Yeah? The guy that talked about being alone. You remember what you yeah. sent me on TikTok? Sent a lot of things, but go on. <laughs> a lot of things that I quit most. <laughs> no, no, but um, go on, explain it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So basically, like, what people don't like doing is being alone because they have to sit with themselves. Mm. They have and and they don't enjoy being around themselves because they know that what they're doing is incorrect or it doesn't align with what who they are or who they want yeah. to be. And also the conversation that they're gonna have 
to themselves because obviously when they have that conversation to themselves they're going to reel up all this baggage all these negative emotions and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and also to add to your point as well like with the aspect of changing like finding out who you are is one aspect of it all and not only that you know how i always i always tell you boys like man Training is one of my favorite books and all that kind of because that one quote you know because a couple of quotes but one of the quotes he speaks about is like not worrying about what do you call it the how like focusing on your why you get what i mean so if you are aspiring to change like like just focus on why you're trying to change like if it's that girl that's trying to put on a hijab and she wants to commit to that hijab or if it's that guy that's like i don't know trying to get rid of this aspect of his life that he doesn't like or if you're trying to actually make something better in your life like if you want to become financially literate this this that yeah worrying about your why you go and a lot of people are affected by how they're going to get there you go i mean because at the end of the day like if you really really think about it yeah it's going to really really happen if you believe in it that much that's right you know, have you ever seen the biggest loser candidates, also the, the biggest loser competitors or the people that are on the actual show, when they leave and then they they like they, they revisit the person, mm-hmm. they gain the weight back. Yeah. yeah. Do you, you know why? Because well, they'll push Their why was not strong enough. Yeah. Why yeah. wasn't they just went on a competition to lose weight, to look good at mm-hmm. that moment, that's it. Yeah, 100%. It wasn't because they, they had a, like a, a deeper change. reason. Yeah, yeah. I think Identity one of the biggest factors for change, and like I really appreciate my dad with this when I'm growing up, is giving me the ability to question what I do, my actions. He questions me always, bro. See what uh, I mean? Bro, shut up. Son. Bro, but shut like up. How, I love you, Al Bali. Yeah, but yeah, like, how good is that, man? Like, just to give, like, you, just giving your kids the ability to, like, question everything they do. Why are you doing this? What, how, long, how long do you want to do this for? Or, like, do you want to do this or that? Giving them, you know, the opportunity Critical to choose. Thinking, yeah. but why is it From a young age. Thinking. And then you start to actually identify yourself and your yeah. values. And mm. you understand why you're doing things and who you're hanging out with. Mm. But why is such a big thing? Because... You know, like, a lot of the things, and obviously, like, within our generation and that, like, we're at that age where, like, we're still sort of there where, like, friendship is a big thing. Like, people <coughs> still think about friends and blah, 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 your company. You always think about people regardless. Mm. It's just a part of, like, human life type of thing, you know? And one of the reasons people are scared of also changing, other than the fact that they have to delve into those negative emotions and those baggage and all that kind of stuff, is what are other people going to think of me? You know what I mean? Like, how am I going to do it? Because, like, like how are my friends going to view me when I put on the hijab type of thing and all that kind of stuff. And if your weight ain't strong enough, You're you know what I mean? You're going to just succumb to the pressure, 100%. 100%, 100%. type so of pressure's thing. about, bro. Yeah, yeah. people folding in bad yeah, situations. Mm. But when we get older, bro, we start to realise, man, if if you feel like you're moving in the wrong direction for too long, mm-hmm. you're going to feel stuck. Yeah. And a lot of the time, mm, I remember Tony Robbins was saying, I hate quoting that guy, but Tony Robbins was saying that- You hate him? When, no, him, I hate oh. him. Quoting him, yeah, yeah. I don't really rate that whole motivational stuff, but he <laughs> made never listened to Tony Robbins. He made he made Never? a very good yeah. point. I just saw a quote somewhere of him s- saying what he said. He goes that past twenty five years old, yeah, you only change and make changes in your life underneath extreme circumstances of trauma. So you have to have a death, or you have to have a breakup, or you have to have something that causes you to that forces that change. Yeah, because it makes you look at yourself and go, "Well, okay, what did I do wrong?" You know, and the problem is, a lot of the times it's like, for example, yeah, a lot of people aren't grateful for life until death is knocking on the door. Mm. You know, a lot of people aren't ungrateful for their parents until they're gone. Mm. You don't really know what you got to you until it's happen, gone. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's that's why it's like to learn to learn your vices early and to learn what you're doing wrong early. You can tackle the situation head on. And it can cause positive change, like Ashraf was talking about, can cause positive change and and it can kind of like help you maintain it 
forever so it can become a part of your identity mm. basically but no, I want it's very true yeah. I just on that because I know like what legendary was saying in these couple years of uni your identity is being built mm. and as soon as it's built it's so hard to change and on that it's been tested I've read the I've read the book twice and I'm reading it it's letter to the disciple it's Imam Ghazali's book. It's the advice he gave. I, was, I put it on my story. Yeah. But he gave, like, on the first page, this advice, and I never understood it until he just said it. So he said... Like, you just understood it now? Yeah. Dang. SubhanAllah. That's crazy. And he goes... Because he just said, you know, if, you're, if you don't... If your virtues don't overcome your vices by the age of 40, prepare for hellfire. And when mm. I read that, I'm like, whoa. And then now, you saying that is like... Maybe it's because after 40, it's so hard to change it that your vices are going to overcome you. Can't you teach old dog new tricks. Yeah, that's what and that's it the thing. Yeah. It's like, subhanAllah, now I understood it's like, mm. it's so, so much more difficult. It's not even just sometimes circumstances, it's just extreme stress. Mm. You can, if you really want to change yourself, you can, you just have to, it's going to be very, very it's difficult. Gonna be difficult. It's yeah. easier when you're younger. So alhamdulillah, most of the audience now is at an age where they can change themselves so they can be conscious of it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, subhanAllah. Big man. step to change as well is yeah. like, going back, I know we said it 10 times, is knowing yourself as well. I remember um, I was listening to Les Brown just before I was coming here. I've got the motivational speakers on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you, Robert, Les Brown, never no, I don't, li- I don't watch him at all. <laughs> I just saw a quote. But you quote him. I love Les Brown. <laughs> I will say it straight up. Like Les Brown's my go-to speaker type of thing. I need a quick G up, pep up. Les Brown's my guy. But you know, he said um, thing. He goes, he goes. Now we're in a society nowadays where what do you call it? People are dead. But people, what do you say? He goes, people are dead by the age of 21, but are buried at 65. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I mean? Like, because they're always walking. People are just walking around dead, basically, essentially. Do you know what I mean? Why is that? Because they're going through the systems of life. Do you know what I mean? They're going through the, 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 yeah, the, the linear ways of life. Do you know I mean? They might go through school, blah, 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 they get a job, blah, blah, blah. No aspirations. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. There's something there wrong with something that. There's something wrong with that, bro. <laughs> that, and and also, there's another aspect of how I understood it as well is... You know, you can only aspire to do something and want something in life or change and all that kind of stuff if you know yourself. You get what I mean? And people who are dead often between the ages of 21 to 65 don't know themselves. You know what I mean? They just adapted to some sort of what they call a system that was presented before them. Mm. You get what I mean? As in their parents taught them the way. It's like, let's just say, like family business owners or something like that. You get what I mean? Those, 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 like, <laughs> shout out, what's the shout Dylan out? Sons. <laughs> shout out to them. <laughs> you get what I mean? Where it's like generational. You know what I mean? Because my dad did this, now I've done this, now I've done this, now I've done this type of thing. Mm. You know? But um, I know what you mean. Like, a lot of the time, what it is, is we're waiting for magical pixie dust from Allah SWT to throw on us, and then we can become, for example, patient. Mm. Or we can become. Like stronger on the deen and, yep. and we can become hafid. All of a sudden when I wake up now, I speak fluent Arabic and I can read the Quran from back to front. Yeah. Without blinking an eyelid. Yeah. And a lot of the times Inshallah. our issue is our issue is that Take we're waiting for motivation and motivation isn't the key. Yes. Yes. So true. It's not. It never will be the key. Mm. You gotta just be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. You just gotta be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like 100%. that self awareness. Know your why. Know your why, yeah. I think we'll 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 so trans- got a question, yeah. transition. Oh yeah, go ahead. I got a, I got a question. Good is, it fi- is it? Is <laughs> it? It's a special one. Is it fair to want people to change? Is it fair to want people to change or to ask a person to change? Well, I'm a bit, I'm a bit all the people I'm that love the marriage topic. I'm a bit confused by that because I'm trying. To, when when you said that, I'm thinking like, let's just say a family member. Yeah, because they're in your life. Like, depending, like, whether you obviously whether you like it or not, 
in your life, but then they have they could have certain traits that you want them to change, but they just won't. <coughs> what do you mean by like? Is it fair? Is it is it? Would you say that it's okay for you to walk up to them and, you know, hey, cuz look, this is what I don't like. This is rubbing me the wrong way. You're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong, and you get frustrated mm. afterwards because they yeah. don't really listen to you, you know, and you see it as an issue, but they don't, and mm. you're like. I really want this person to change this, and if they change this, they're okay. But there's just this one thing that they do. Yeah, I get what you mean. Now it can be romantic, or mm. it can be non-romantic. Romantic. Yeah. I feel like, like Romeo and Julia. <laughs> you can always try, but um, then I feel like by you telling the person, like, I want you to change, blah blah blah. Like, you should try to do this, try to do that. Keep giving them advice, even though they haven't asked for it. I feel like they're not really going to change because then they feel like they don't have control over those decisions, yeah. those, their choices in their life. So you have to do it in a way where it's like, let's just say, for example, it's like going to the gym, like trying to be healthy in your life. You have to at least maybe set the example by you going to the gym, talking about like benefits of going, of you going, you seeing your benefits and all that. Yep. And then it's like, it's kind of more subtle. Mm-hmm. And then also giving like un- unconditional, like what is it? Helping unconditionally. So it's like, you tell the guy, f- for example, let's just say your uncle, it's like, oh, look, I want, I've got some advice for you. If you want to hear it, let me know. If if you don't want, that's fine as well. Yes. And like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, they, he at least knows like you're there to give some advice, but then it's like, you're not just throwing it onto him. What do you mean? Because that guy might not be ready, but then when, once he does, he feels, okay, you respected my choices in my life. Now I'm ready to listen, and he generally actually listens and looks after well, it. Well, you brought up some mad yeah. stuff. Um, what about a spouse? If it's something that's like big, and then, sh- for example, spouse. your spouse said, "I'm going to change this. Like I'm going to start praying more, or I'm going to start this Quran class, or I'm going to go, I don't know, do whatever. Like you know, put the hijab mm. on. The guy said he's going to stop shisha with the boys, and then you get married, and they don't. What do you do? I personally, what would I do? Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out child. You're quick to go, bro. No, no, no. I would I would start with leading by example. Like I'm just saying as like the husband in the relationship, you doing the right actions of like Islamically, you know, actually taking a, a bigger step and doing more for your religion and then she could see the benefits from it or then she kind of feels like whenever her time is whatever, he's like she's ready to take that step. That's one. That's one way. What would you do? Would you do the same? Are you patient with it? So you you reckon it, you yeah. stick with it the whole way, oh. even if it, it frustrates you to the day you die. It, I guess it depends what it is on what it is like. Um, if it, if it's something extra, like let's just say reading could add more or getting a teacher. Oh, that's yeah, that's calm. That, but that, I say it's praying in general, just praying. Like she never prayed at the beginning. Why? Why yeah. is it religious things? Why? Why don't like we do like? A, let's just do like. I, I know something that maybe you guys won't like. Like go ahead. She's got. A ton of guy friends and she yeah. hangs out with them all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then when she, when she, when you're gonna get married to her, she goes, "I'm gonna stop." And then you get married and she goes, "Hey, I'm hanging out with Mike. Nah, hanging see, out with Abdul. Hanging out with this guy." Wait, wait, wait. What Mike? Mike <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to like. Okay. <laughs> <Come> to <laughs> I didn't give all Muslim guys names there. See, you know what the problem there is? Sorry, just give me two seconds. Yeah. No, take yeah, your time. You know bro. what the problem there is? It's if you say when we get married, yeah. Take a person for who they are. Well, life, there's one yeah. thing that I've learnt, yeah. Like, learnt. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't learnt much, yeah. But if there's one thing that I learnt, yeah, take a person for who they are. You know what I mean? If 
it's going back to what I remember speaking about in the marriage episode and like clearly defining all, all that kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Don't expect the person to change. If they are a certain way in that moment, you've met them, enjoy that. Maybe I, go for I them. I got this for you then. Okay. Exactly what he said about biggest loser, they relapse. Yeah. You talk to her for a nine months, you get to know her family, everything is good. She doesn't hang out with their guy friends. Yeah. You get married, you move out. And then she goes, obviously, like, I've been friends with him for five years. And she goes back to hanging out with all of her guy friends. What do you do in that situation? She goes back to hanging out with guy friends? Yeah, like, all, all the guy friends. But yeah. well, how was she when you met her? She was hanging out with him. You told her not to. She goes, yes, nine months. She didn't. Oh, and then because she, she relapsed like Biggest Loser. Go. She didn't have a strong why. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Because I want to know what you guys say. Because you can't just say no. It's about how you react. What yeah, would you do? Well, the situation you gave, yeah. That's If she stopped for you type of thing... I don't know. That's that's a bit of a great area. Doesn't all that happen. Kind of stuff. It, does, like, it doesn't. It doesn't. Honestly, it's not about the yeah. Usually, case scenario. It's more about how about you react. No, no. But react. usually, yeah. it doesn't occur like that, though. Do you get what I mean? Usually, it's a big He's problem. He's divorced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, divorced. Yeah, okay. yeah. So this is before, this is before getting married. Yeah. <laughs> now this is when you're married and <laughs> she has that habit, and you want to change. So how's asking? Is it okay for you to ask someone to change for yeah, you exactly. or change in general? No. It's not. A, I, I think. I think it's more so not okay on you, than it is on them. Mm. Well, both ways. It's no, because I feel like unhealthy expectations. Yeah, is, okay. yeah. is always the killer of everything, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. The killer of, of your pleasures. I'll be honest. Chang. Which, which it's a conversation. <laughs> conversation for another day. Because yeah. We have that topic lined up, inshallah. But I feel like a lot of the time, what we have issues with is not only saying no, but walking away from situations that aren't ideal for us. And even though they're selfish for us, it, even though they seem selfish for us, they're not. They're actually selfless on both sides. For sure. So when you walk away from a situation like that, not only are you not asking somebody to change what they believe is okay, mm-hmm. you're actually helping your own self like stick to your core values and not struggle with issues that are going to arise in the near future. You know what I mean? Because mm. a lot of the times, like we are talking about, bro, and a lot of shukh have told us this, Countless number of shukhah that take the person from face value. Yep, mm. for sure. Everybody, that's friends, spouse, mm. brothers and sisters. Da, da, da. But Ali brought up a mad point. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you can deal with, it's not really too much of a big issue. But that's where, that's where if it's a partner or let's just say even a relationship with one of your mates and all that kind of stuff, have a chat about it. Talk mm. to them about it. Break it down. But what I was trying to say before as well is, bro, People are in your life and they only do two things when like when they're in your life type of thing, yeah? Wait, the one L mark. Anyway, they're either they're either adding to your life or taking away from your life. It's a simple uh, I know you got that from <laughs> where did I, get, I actually don't even know where I got it from. It's <laughs> a four hour work week. Okay, true. Yeah. I haven't I've got to that page yet. <laughs> um, but no no, but seriously, people are only adding to your life or taking away from your life. You know what I mean? So then if you're sacrificing a certain aspect of yourself just to make the other person happy, you get what I mean, or please the other person when you're mentally drained from that or like physically or even in the relationship you're, you're drained from that. You've got to cut that person off. You know what's also one Try of work your way through it. One of the worst things that can happen. Yeah. Sorry, do you want to finish it? No, I landed ages ago. Okay. One of the worst <laughs> things that can happen is someone saying, I did this for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you know what I mean? If you do try to... What's wrong with that? I did this for you. No, like you like force change and they someone changes like a character oh, yeah. to be about themselves and like, I did this for you. Yeah. And then you have that unhealthy expectations like they're going to give up something else, mm-hmm. you know? But I think the only way you can, you should, you can change people on a very shallow level, like on like the everyday habits. Like for example, you don't pack away your rubbish or something. I say, hey, can you pack it away? But what can't you change them on? 
the so deep level, like uh, in me telling him the core, the core side of yeah. him. So yeah. isn't that the same with you then, as no, a person? Changing other people though, because I don't have the choice. If you don't like a loud girl, why would you marry a loud girl? No, no, I'm going back to the whole That's thing. That's what he's trying to say. If your friend is very mm. like aggressive or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. you don't like him being aggressive. Yeah. Like me telling him... Um, but that's sort of what you said at the start of the episode though, with deeper, about yourself. The only thing is, it's very different between internal... It's internal. Uh, it's a choice. Yeah. I yeah. choose for myself. I can't make decisions for Sahel's habits that he has, yeah, that's whatever true. they are, at a deep level. I can just tell him, hey, you, you, know, you leave rubbish mm-hmm. or when you leave, can you... Take your shoes or something. I don't know. It's yeah. like very like you know when you when you wash your di- when you take your dish, w- wash it when you're done. Like yeah. all these little like shallow stuff, but you can't really change someone at a deep level. No, that's unfortunately, because it has to be internal. If not, it's not going to last. You have to identify as a problem, bro. Yeah, they don't see it as a problem. What? How, How are, are you going to make it up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly, bro. Same thing with you know it's obvious with people's health when they take care of their health. It's like you motivate someone, it only goes so far, yeah. and then they get tested themselves by themselves. Like, can they do it? Nope. It's yeah. like telling people you take to the gym. They go for one, two, five yeah. months, and then they take a U-turn back, the biggest loser, they relapse. Yeah. But it's not an identity change, it's a habit change. We love the a biggest, biggest loser. loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, going back to the adding and taking away from your life, you know how much that would help you, what I call it, understand your relationships with certain people? You know what I mean? Like, if you feel like, oh, like, me and this person were sort of not understanding each other, like we're bumping heads or, like, certain things, blah, 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 that might be a good question to ask yourself. Do you get what I mean? Is this person adding something to my life type of thing? Do you know what I mean? Are they taken away from something from my life? Watch out for that type of thing. Mm. But yeah. You know, Big questions to ask. You know when you're you're younger, yeah? I wanted to ask you boys this thing. You know when you're gro- when you grow up and you used to be around certain boys and you know, you used to be somebody used to dibble and double into um Double and dibble. <laughs> double and dibble <laughs> into into like certain things that they enjoy doing and whatever and then you grow up, you know? And then you haven't seen these guys for ages and they've kinda like they haven't changed. Yeah, but you have. And then they do that thing where they look at you and they go Far man, you've changed, and they see it as a negative thing. Do you guys reckon it's it's the case? I don't know, cause I wanted to change. When someone says that, I take it as a good thing. Mm. Like it's like someone says, like when someone says, "Oh, we didn't see you around," I'm like, good. Look <laughs> 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 in my head. I'm like, good. I like that. That. Because it's, in, it's intentional. Yeah. But if it's not intentional, then it's like, oh, how have I changed? Is that a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Yeah. Do they think bad of me? So it really depends on your perspective on it. I don't know. I hate that question. I really, really hate that question because I don't feel like I've changed. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's so the thing. Yeah. So when I see that question, I'll be like, okay, what's different about me? You know, because I still feel like I'm the same guy from like back then. So that probably, see, this is the thing, yeah. I think maybe I'll word it this way. I think people evolve, evolve okay? But they don't entirely change. Mm. So I feel like I've evolved from the, what do you call it, the nuisance in year seven or the kid that got suspended every single year in high school yeah, type of thing. I've <laughs> 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 got too techy with the question, but I'll let you carry But on like on. going back to the evolving thing, I've evolved from that person, I've developed and whatnot, but I haven't entirely changed. So when, when someone does say something like that, my first thought isn't, alhamdulillah, good. You know what I mean? It's like, well, what's this like, what's this like perception that you had of me? You know? Oh, this is the thing, yeah. I've never had like, I have mates and whatever, yeah, but I've never had, back when I was younger, I grew up with this person, this person has been my best friend since I was five, and then like, we've we've grown up together, and and you know what I mean, yeah. that situation where you're like, you're 25 now, 26, and you're still best friends, and like, you've never changed because you promised each other you're not going to change, pinky promise, oh, all that sort of stuff, yeah? What I'm saying is, when I whenever I, because I'm like, when I go in mosque and whatever, yeah, and I see the boys that, used to hang out with each other and I used to hang out with them and whatever. 
I I don't like it. I don't like seeing, I don't like seeing people that just stick together because they they feel like they have to stick together mm. <coughs> because they were in high school together. Corona. No asked you, yeah. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> but anyways, what I'm saying is like there's like a group of boys that used to hang out in high school, mm. and they're they're so obviously different. When they're separated, I but when that. they're together, they just they act the same way they did when they were in high school, because they feel like they have to keep up some sort of gimmick, you know. And then when they see each other, when they when they see each other separately, they're obviously different humans. Mm -hmm. They're obviously different people. Mm. Yeah. And then a lot of the times, it's because of that that statement. Oh, cause you've changed. Whoa, you're the lowest bloke now. Mm. Why don't you have fun? Why don't you come see the boys anymore? Why don't you hang out with us? All that sort of stuff. And then. For me, it's like, I'm so glad I wasn't close with anyone when I was younger. Because when I evolved as I got older, I don't really have that anchor, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't really have that thing holding me down. So I can like, I can... It's you and you type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Like now I've got, I feel like when you get older and you know who you are. Yeah. You start to align yourself with people that kind of like have the same drive. They're in your lane, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. You don't have to be swerving through lanes every single week. Like, oh, today I'm hanging out with this guy. I have to be, I have to be a rude bloke who talks about people behind their back. Yeah. Then I switch back to this lane. We're religious. Then I switch back to this lane where we're overly religious, and we start to become a little bit fig, and we have conversations about how marriage much at three o'clock in the morning. How much we love the fuck <laughs> for one hour. Like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like when you get older and you start to realize, like, oh wow, there's qualities that I align with, like people who have growth mindset. I don't hang, out, I don't have to hang out with those guys who I was stuck with, or I felt stuck with when I was in high school. I think so. I think I think that I think that's a good takeaway home message. Do you know what I mean? As in, be the person you want to be, yeah. And as life goes on and whatnot, you start to attract those type of people. Do you know what I mean? And you won't have that herd mentality, that sheep mentality. What if? Who am I? And you questioning yourself, type of thing. Don't fear being alone, bro. That's yeah. that's the main thing. Mm. Don't fear that these people, this this group of, because when you're younger, you're in such a condensed environment at school, you feel like they're the only people that exist in the world. And then you realize, bro, when you travel, yo, I like how huge the world is. Mm. You know what I mean? And every person in every school is having that same thought. Mm. When you get past that situation, bro, you're like, wow. Yeah. Was I really limiting myself? Like, I've only known these guys for four years. Yeah, yeah. something like that. I was 21, 22, and we weren't even that close yeah. when I met them. Not even four years for me, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then things happen where you're just, do you that's it. Do you love us, Sohail? course yeah okay yeah. good just making sure no worries but do you want us to change stop talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's just those situations yeah there's just those those moments yeah. and those Inshallah, yeah. just don't don't feel you're stuck Move. exactly exactly and, and and don't be a gazelle think past the the what the how many years are you in high school you're in high school for like 13 years so sorry, sorry, schooling. Sorry, you're in third school for about. But yeah, but that's yeah, it's it. you're on the schooling system for like 13 years, type of thing. Yeah. But yeah, just yeah. that self awareness. Keep learning more about yourself. Yeah, I think we'll I'll wrap up the episode there. Inshallah. Done, 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 done. Tell them, tell them what to do, bro. Anyway, guys, well, uh, thank you for listening to the episode. We appreciate you guys. Um, we have merch coming out soon. No, Jack, we don't. We just got merch <laughs> for ourselves. Um, but make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Um, what to call it? It hit the notification bell smash it do everything we've got some vlogs coming out soon so we're pretty excited we've got some a lot of ventures and what now yeah oh, share with your friends just had a heart attack <laughs> 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 but um, 
we hope you guys enjoyed this video. Once again, thank you for getting us to 1.5K. And um, we'll see you in the next video. Yeah.